This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Kufla Gimel, fourth line, it says, Amar Mar, Basar. This goes on the Pasuk, Imol Basar Olato. What's the Basar? Basar over here is extra. It should say, Bayomashmini, Imol Olato. What's Basar? Amar Basar, Afalpishayasham, Baheret, Imol. Even though the kid has in the Brit Milah, exactly where you want to do Brit Milah, where you want to cut and remove, he has a Baheret, it's a, it's a form of Tzarat, which the Torah says you're not allowed to remove in any way. Be careful, the Torah says, do not take off a Tzarat. Over here, since it's exactly the place that you have to do the Mitzvah, you're not doing it in order to remove the Nega Tzarat. Tzarat. Rather, you're doing it in order to do the Brit Milah. That's the words of Rabbi Yishai. Alam Alikra says the Gemara, why do you need the Pasuk? It's a Var Shanomit Kaven, it's a Var Shanomit Kaven Mutar. You don't intend to remove the Bayeret, you, you intend to make a mitzvah. And since you want to make a mitzvah, doing something that's a sur at the same time would be the Var Shanomit Kaven. You don't, you don't have intentions for that. Since you don't have intentions, that's permitted. So why the Pasuk needs to come and tell you that it's permitted? It's permitted already. There's machloket. Rabbi Yudan, Rabbi Shimon, whether the Varsha Nomit Kaven, when you do something without intention to violate the Isur, it's mutar or asur. Rabbi Yudah is machmir, Rabbi Shimon is mekel. Rabbi Yudah says the Varsha Nomit Kaven asur. But over here, for that opinion of Rabbi Yudah, comes the Torah and says, that the word basar, that even though there's a tzarat, there's a bayarat at that place, you can remove it when it would be permitted, even to the opinion of Rav Yudah. Yes. Yes. Rav Amar Afilutayim Rav Shimen. You don't need to come to Rav Yudah, says Rava, because Rav Shimon that argues on Rav Yudah, he agrees that it's a, it's a place of Sikresha, the way, that when you do whatever you're doing, for sure the Isur will be, uh, will be done. Over there, also Rav Shimon says it's a Sur. It's called Sikresha. So over here, when you're cutting off the Baharet to do the Brit Milah, it's a psikresha, you know for sure, although you don't have intention for that, that it's going to happen. The Achonim explained, the Rosh and some other Achonim explained, that whenever you do something that would, uh, that would happen, that, is, that goes into your Kavanah. It's like you had intention, although you didn't. But it's like you have intention, because you know it's going to happen. V'abaye, let le'ayisvara, Rava, that told us that Rav Shimon agrees with Psikresha Velayamut, he says differently than Abaye. Why? Abaye doesn't agree to that? Abaye and Rava, the Amrit Avayim, or the Rav Shimon Psikresha Velayamut. You see that Abaye himself also said that Psikresha is something that Rav Shimon would agree that is Chayav. Says the Gemara, Batar de Shamame Rava, Savra. Abaye, who said that Modera of Shimon, that you're not allowed to do it, 
said it only after he heard it from Rava. So what we have over here, Machloket Abay Rava in this Gemara, was before he heard it. After he heard it, he said that I agree that uh, that Rav Shimon agrees that Modeh Rav Shimon be Psik Reisha Velayimut. Igor Dematni Lada Abay Rava Aha. Some learned this discussion, this 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 Shakl Vetaria of Abay Rava on a different Gemara, not on this Gemara. In other words, in Bet Midrash, they remember there was such a discussion between Abai and Rav in the same format that we just had. But there's a dispute in the Bet Midrash. Where did they say that argument that he agrees and so on? All the things that we just learned. Some learned it on a different Gemara. Shamer benega atzarat nishmor ve'od ve'lasot. What does lasot comes to teach us? Yeah. So remember again, shamer benega atzarat means. Be careful not to cut off the tzarat. People would have a tzarat, lo alenu, at the body. So you can just remove it. You take a knife and you cut it off. It's like you have a wart growing on your finger. So what do you do with the wart? You can just wait until it comes off by itself, which could take years. Or you just go to the doctor and he cuts it off or freezes it or burns it. That's the technique today. You freeze it or burn it. Or... Let's say you can remove it. You take a knife and you remove it. And again, that's it. It's gone. Over here, the Torah says, be careful. When we're dealing with Sarat, do not remove it. Don't remove it head on. Take a knife and remove it with the way we explain. But you can do other things that could cause it to be removed. What is that? which means sometimes a person could put something on his feet that that itself will cause it to be removed. You take, for instance, uh, laces that are uh, shoelaces and you, uh, you put it exactly at the place of the tzarat. That's how you tie your shoe. Such a thing would be permitted, although it could cause it to be removed. You have to carry a certain stick on your shoulder. Although there's a tzarat on the shoulder, you put it there. It could cause it, just the rub of it, it's rubbing on it. It could cause it to be removed. That is fine, because you didn't do it uh, straight. Rather, it's like done through something else. Why do you need a pasuk? The pasuk says that's permitted. Why do you need a pasuk? You didn't intend to remove it. You intended to carry the stick. Intended to put the laces. That's where is your intention. So since it's mutar, why do you need a pasuk to tell me it's mutar? It's mutar even without the pasuk that said, You don't need the velasot. According to him, you need a pasuk. Even though you didn't have intention, normally it's chayav, normally it's asur, and over here it would be mutar. Rava Amar, Afilutayim Rav Shimon. Modeh Rav Shimon, Mseik Reisha Veloyamut. Rav Shimon would also agree in a place that you know for sure it's going to be removed. Ve'abai, let la'as vara. Ve'abai ve'rava da'amit arvai modeh Rav Shimon, Mseik Reisha Veloyamut. Abai, what is the argument Rava? He himself told us. That Rav Shimon agrees after he heard it from Rav, he changes his understanding and he said, Yes, it's Modeh Rav Shimon. So over here is before 
he uh, he retracted from his understanding. Okay, so we said according to Rab Shimon that it's something that is mutar. Rab Shimon says that davar shenomit kaven mutar. So why do you need the basar for? It's already mutar. Why do you need to tell me that uh, that that pasuk of basar basar olato? It's in a case that is not uh, is not considered the nomit kaven. He intends. He says, "No, I'm going to do brit mila with intention that I want my I want I want to remove the tzarat from the skin." Ah, in that case, you're not anymore under the category of a nomit kaven. You have intention. When you have intention, it should be asur. And the Torah says over here that, that's a, that since you're doing it for the Brit Mila, it's mutar. Then I've got the all, that is all true and good when it's an adult, when it's over the 13, so he understands what he's doing. Katan, Michael, you have a little baby that you're doing a Brit Mila, he doesn't have intention at all for nothing. So, such a baby, what the Pasuk comes to permit for? We're talking about a case that the father of the baby says, my intention is to remove the tzarat. Not only, it's, it's like killing two birds at once. I want to do the Brit Milah, for the mitzvah of the Brit Milah. But on the same time, I want also to cut the baheret, the tzarat. I want to, I want to make sure that it's off, that it's out. For that, it's a sur. Well, it's not. It's not davar shenomit kaven. Shimon would say it's a sur. Comes the comes the pasuk and says no. When you're doing a brit milah, it would be permitted. Says the gemara, v'yikacher le'aved acher. If there's somebody else, let somebody else do it, because then he doesn't have intention. He doesn't care. When there's somebody else that's doing the brit milah, he doesn't. He doesn't care. If it's a father of the of the baby, he cares. He wants the tzara to be out. He wants to come home with a baby clean of Baharat. But if we have a stranger, let the stranger do it. So you see, whenever you can avoid clashing between the Ase and the Lot Ase, like over here, there's a mitzvah Ase, Yishamer, Benega Tzarat, Yishmor Mod Velasot. Don't remove the Tzarat. There is, a, there's, there's also, so that's a lotase, and there is a set to do the brit mila, right? Ishamer is a lotase. Kol ish pen lav ishamer is lotase, and you have a mitzvah to to do brit mila. The two clashing. So you say that okay, although the clashing, you have to do the mitzvah, but that is only true when you can't avoid. The lotase. What happens if you could avoid the lotase? How can you avoid the lotase? You could do it through somebody else. So then he doesn't have in mind that uh, that that idea that he wants to cut them, remove the maheret. Says the Gemara, we're talking about a case. The lekacher. Nobody else can do it. When you have to do on Yom Tov, 
it's doche only brit milah that has to be done on the eighth day, which means there's two kind of brit milah. One brit milah that's bismana, eight day, yes, and one brit milah that's not done bismana after the eighth day. Whenever you have to violate, you have to push over the Yom Tov, that's only on Brit Milah that's done Bismana on the 8th day. If it's after the 8th day, for whatever reason, you can't do it on Yom Tov. You're not allowed to leave the Korban until the morning. The Korban should be brought at night. Anotar mimenu ad boker ba'esh chisrofu. You have to burn it. Shen tamud omar ad boker. What's the ad boker? Ma tamud omar ad boker ba'a katuv liten lo boker sheni lesrefato. The katuv comes to say, we're talking about over here, Korban Pesach. Korban Pesach. You have to finish it up all at night. If you didn't finish at night, you... Can't, you can't burn it on the next day, but rather Boker Sheni Lesrefato. Why not the next day? You have to finish the Korban, you have to finish eating the Korban Pesach at night. Lela Seder. You didn't finish? What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to burn it. But you can't burn it the next morning. You have to wait after Yom Tov. Next morning is Yom Tov. Not allowed to burn it on Yom Tov. Why? It's Yom Tov. You're not allowed to violate Yom Tov on something that, uh, that could wait for afterwards. Over here is the same thing. When it's a Brit Milah, you can't do it on Yom Tov. You have to wait till it's Yom Chol, till Yom Tov passes. Another Pasuk that teaches me this idea that Yom Tov you could do Brit Milah only, only the eighth day Brit Milah on Yom Tov. But otherwise, you can't. Ola Shabbat Beshabbato. The Ola that you bring on Shabbat, the Korban Musaf that you bring on Shabbat, has to be Beshabbato. Only for that, uh, that, that Korban that has to be brought on Shabbat. Velo Olat Chol Beshabbat. Velo Olat Chol Beyom Tov. You're not allowed to bring a Korban from a different day today. It's only the Korbanot of Shabbat that must be brought today. Alpi the Psukim that could be brought today. Otherwise, you can't bring others. Same thing would be by Brit Milah. The only Brit Milah that has to be done today, that the Torah said do it today, you do today. Other Brit Milah you don't do. Other Brit Milah that is not this matter, you can't do today. Rava Markra. Rava Mara Markra. Hu levado yaselachim. The Torah says that on, on Yom Tov, you can do what we call Ochel Nefesh. A person is allowed to, uh, to prepare, a person is allowed to prepare his food. But what does it mean over here that it says, Hu Levado, only that and nothing else. You're not allowed to prepare the things that prepare the food. Which means, let's say you don't have a pot, you go and prepare yourself a pot. That you can do. You can only prepare the food, not the machshirim. 
לבדו ולא מילה. That and not ברית מילה. You can do ברית מילה שלא בזמנה on יום טוב. Only אוכל נפש הוא לבדו יעשה לכם, לבדו ולא מילה שלא בזמנה. Why? דעתיה וקל וחומר. רב אשי אמר שבתון עשהו. It says in the Torah שבתון. שבתון is a מצוות עשה. So now you have on יום טוב two things. You have עשה ולא תעשה. ואבל יום טוב עשה ולא תעשה. ואין דוחה את לא תעשה ועשה. Whenever you have עשה clashing with a לא תעשה, so we say that עשה דוחה לא תעשה. But that is only when you have עשה by itself. עשה, that's דוחה לא תעשה by itself. So you have a לא תעשה by itself. But if you have together with a לא תעשה a support of a עשה, So the Aseh of the Brit Milah doesn't have the strength and power to overdo two things, Aseh ve-Lot Aseh. Klal Amar Rabbi Akiva, we're going on our Mishnah. The Mishnah, we had a machloket Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Eliezer said that Makshire Mitzvah dochim et ha-Shabbat, Makshire Milah dochim et ha-Shabbat. Comes Rabbi Akiva, he says, it depends if you could have done it from yesterday or not. If you can do it from yesterday, you, you, it's not דוחה השבת. אמר וידע אמר רב, הלכה כרבי עקיבא. ותנן נמי גם בפסח כי הגבנה. same idea, רבי עקיבא said on פסח. כלל אמר רבי עקיבא, כל מלאכה שאפשר לעשות אותה מערב שבת, אינה דוחה את השבת. whenever you have to prepare the קורבן, קורבן פסח, so there's a lot of things that you could do from yesterday, so don't do it today. Rashi brings an example. Avato mechutz latchum. You have to bring it from outside the tchum. Don't do it today on Shabbat. Do it from yesterday. Chatichat yevalato. It has a blemish. You want to prepare. Take care of the blemish. Don't do it from yesterday. Don't do it today. Do it from yesterday. Why? Because Rabbi Akiva said, Kol malachah sheefshar lasota merav Shabbat. Ena dochat ha-Shabbat. But shchita, shechting it, the Torah says you have to do it today. שאי אפשר לעשות אמר רב שבת, דוחה את השבת. ואמר ויהודה אמר רב, הלכה כרבי עקיבא. Why do we need both? צריכה. דיש מינא לגבי מילת עמוד המכשירים, אפשר לעשות אמר אתמול, לא דחו את השבת, that I can't understand. Why? The lake הכרת, because that itself doesn't carry איסור כרת, אבל פסח דיק הכרת, אמה לדחו שבת, it's much more strict, and therefore It should be דוחת השבת, כמש מלנדה ריסנת, although it carries a violation of a karet. ויהי אשמינן, גפי פסח, yeah, what does it mean? It means like this, if you didn't do the ברית מילה today, so that itself does not carry karet, but קורבן פסח, if you מבטל the קורבן פסח, it's a violation of karet. וישמין על גבי פסח, why don't you just say the קורבן פסח and I would understand without an extra פסוק that the ברית מילה would have the same דינים וישמין על גבי פסח משום שלא נכרתו עליה י"ג בריתות so it's not as severe that's why there's this דין that you can do it on שבת if it could be done from yesterday אבל מילה דנכרתו עליה י"ג בריתות, אמה לדחו שבת, צריכה, ברית מילה, it's very strict, י"ג בריתות, the Torah said, 13 times, so therefore, I would say that that 
itself you can do in Shabbat even Shalobis Mano. Kamash Malan that night. New Mishnah. Osim Kol Tzirkei Milah B'Shabbat. On Shabbat you do everything that needs to be done for the Brit Milah. Mo'alim. You do the mitzvah of Milah. Porim. Pri'ah is right after the Brit Milah. You have to do Pri'ah. That it should, uh, be, it, sh- it should reveal the Milah. Motzetzin. You have to be Motzetz the Dam out of the Brit Milah a little bit. You put a certain band around it. It's a certain spice that you put to heal it. If you didn't prepare it, you didn't grind it from Erev Shabbat, you're allowed to, to what? You're allowed to chew on it on Shabbat in order to, uh, to have it ready. Venoten, and then he puts it on top of the Brit Milah. If you didn't prepare uh, and mix wine and oil, that they put also for healing, all, all kind of healing techniques. Meir Shabbat, what you should do is put each one by itself. You don't, you don't need to mix that up. It's, it's good even without mixing up. Venosim lachaluk lachatchila. Chaluk, it's a certain band, like a rubber band that goes around it. A certain thing that goes around it. So you can't do it lechatchila on Shabbat, but rather if you didn't prepare, korecha leasmartut. Im lo itkin me'erav Shabbat, korecha letzbao, umevi afilu vafilu mechatzer acheret. If you didn't prepare it from Erev Shabbat, so you can you didn't bring it to the place of the Brit Milah, put it around your finger like it's something that's, uh, that's wrapping your finger, and let's say it's, it's like a way of protecting your finger from a wound or something, a way of dressing, and then you bring it that way. Since you said already all the examples, so why did you need to give such a headline? That took care already of everything, and then you give me all the examples. So if you told me all the examples, so why do you need to give me such a headline that carries, that, 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 that gives you an umbrella for the, that, to permit everything? Since you wrote already all the examples, why do you need to say that headline? There's such a concept called tzitzin, tzitzin. tzitzin means all kind of uh, body flash that were not still yet removed from the Brit Milah. Because when you do the Brit Milah, so you cut to the Brit Milah, and sometimes you have some pieces that are left, and you don't want to leave those pieces over there. So, sometimes those pieces are because they cover a place that must be removed. Sometimes it's not which means the mitzvah was completed, it's a good mitzvah, but if you leave those pieces, it doesn't look good. And you're trying to do a mitzvah, you're trying to do it correctly, that should look good also. There's also the, the, the mitzvah of taking off the brit milah should be done in a nice way, in a way that's going to be beautiful. So, don't leave those 
uh, piece of flesh on uh, of flesh on the skin. So the 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 brighter says over here, it depends on Shabbat, on the Yom Chol, do whatever you want. You can keep on cutting, come back in another half hour, keep the cutting, the rest. But on Shabbat itself, it's a violation of Shabbat to cut something that's not needed. So it says over here, Hamal, as long that you are involved with the mitzvah of the milah, which means you don't have to do it in one shot. As long as you, your hand is still there with the mitzvah itself, you can continue doing what's needed. So, you go back, which means while you are still in the mitzvah itself, you're still cutting or, 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 or being involved with the mitzvah, you can come back to cut any kind of pieces that come out that still are, are, are stuck to the to the brick. Piresh, once you left, that's it. You wrap the baby, you left. And then you take a look and you take a second look and you see, wow, there's still pieces that stuck over here. So those that us those that are me'akvimet amilah, which means it's still not a kosher milah until you remove them. So part of the part of the Torah uh, mitzvah is to do the brit milah, even though it pushes the Shabbat. Okay, so you can do that. Choser al tzitzim, choser al tzitzim shen. I'm me'akvimet amilah, but things that are already done, the brit milah that was already done correctly. And it's kosher. Now you want to do extra. You want to remove the tzitzim she'en me'agvim et amila and ochozer. That you can do. Mantana, and that is by the way that it says osim kol tzorke mila. Mantana, mantana piresh and ochozer. Who learned that halacha that once you left, you can go back to to uh, to take care of tzitzim she'en me'agvim et amila. Where do we see that? That this is the opinion of Rabbi Ishmael, the son of Rabbi Yochanan Mevroka. Because we found that it says in the, in the, in the different bite, Arbaasar, Shechal Yod B'Shabbat. So we talk, we're dealing with Pesach. Erev Pesach that came on Shabbat. That now you have to prepare the Korban Pesach. Part of preparing the Korban Pesach is also mafshit ha-Pesach ad to skin the Korban. After you shaft it, you skinned it until the chazeh, until the chest. Diver Rabbi Shmael, b'no Asher Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. Chachamim omrim mafshitim et kulo. So you see that what Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka, Rabbi Shmael, b'no Asher Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka says, do the minimum, that's it. You can't do past what's needed. So ad chazeh, you with that, uh, koshered it, it's fine, don't do any more. But Chachamim say no, you can keep on going, Mafshitim et Kulo. Same thing would be over here, same Machloket. Says Mimai. Maybe not. Why did he say over there by the Korban Pesach you can't skin more than the chest? Because you don't need to have a beautiful mitzvah over there. It's just, it's just preparing the korban to eat. But over here we're dealing with a mitzvah. 
you're preparing an object of a mitzvah, you're doing the mitzvah on the brit. So you need to do it in a beautiful way, it needs to be done completely removed. Achanami Detanya. Zekel even veu. We learn in the Brayta this concept of doing a mitzvah beautifully. Zekeli, this is Hashem, and I'm going to make him beautiful. How do you make Hashem beautiful? You make the mitzvot that he told us beautiful. All those things, when you do them, when you make a mitzvah, do it in a nice, beautiful way. Don't, don't get the cheapest. Don't do the cheapest. Don't do the, you know. Give me the minimal. What's the minimal? I want to get a Sefer Torah. Give, give me the cheapest thing. I have something nice. No, no, I don't want nice. Give me, the, the, give me, give me just the cheapest thing. But you can afford it. Okay. If, if, if you can afford it. Right. Is a chidush that uh, it's brought down in, in the Ramah, in the beginning of Lamed Bet, that even though the mitzvah is not visible, like a tefillin, for instance, it says in the Ramah that you should make it naemi b'chutz and naemi b'fnim. You know, you don't you don't see what's inside the tefillin. You have beautiful parshiot in the inside the tefillin, right? You don't see it. You never see it. The only times anybody sees it. Is when you, you when you send it to check to the sofer, he sees that it's beautiful. You're never going to see that it's beautiful. A person hardly ever sees in his life the parshiot inside the tefillin. So, but still, you need to do it. Says the Raman, big the Tosfot, the Meiri, the Rambam, whatever. But over here, you see that even more so, step ahead, even bedyonae, you should write with a beautiful ink. Bekul Musnae, a beautiful pen. A beautiful pen. Once you wrote, the pen is not there. So what, what, what does it matter that you use a beautiful pen? Belavlaruman, use an excellent sofer. Vekorcho beshiraim naim. And you should wrap the sefer Torah with nice wrappings. Buy a nice case. Abba Shaul Omer. Van Veu, he learns differently. He learns the, this word in the Pasuk for, to teach you something else. Heve dome lo. He breaks down the word ve an ve hu. Heve dome lo. What does it mean? How do you compare yourself and how do you make yourself equal to Hashem? How do you, come, uh, how do you bring yourself to look like Hashem? Mahu chanun v'rachu, mafatai chanun v'rachu. All the midot, which means we're trying to compare ourselves to Hashem by copying His midot tovot. All the midot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like for instance, just like He is Hanun He is merciful. We should be merciful. We shouldn't be somebody who's, who's, who's bad. Somebody that would be without any mercy, cruel. So since it's not, we're saying, no, maybe it's not Rabbi Shmuel, not Rabbi That's a different, uh, he had over here a different reason for not taking care of it. Which means, when the witnesses come to say that they saw the moon, 
in uh, they come when when you have to testify on the moon that it's a new Rosh Chodesh. So you come even on Shabbat, and even though it carries a violation of the Shabbat, the dim are commanded. The witnesses that saw the moon are commanded to come to Bet Din in Yerushalayim and tell them that we saw the moon. It's called Kiddush Chodesh. Now. Even if they have to, they have to, they have to go through the Tchum, for instance. To, can they pass the Tchum to go to Betin? Yes, they're allowed to come and violate the Shabbat in order to come to testify on the new moon. That is, says the Gemara, Ben Shinira Be'alil, Ben Shalonira Be'alil. Whether they saw it clearly, maybe even if it wasn't clear. They saw the moon, but it wasn't a clear moon. Alil means clear. Ben Shinira Be'alil... בן שלא נראה בעליל, מחללים עליו את השבת. רבי יוסי אומר, נראה בעליל, אין מחללים עליו את השבת. If it's seen, נראה בעליל, it's seen very clearly, you don't need to violate the Shabbat. Why? Because you know, if it's so clear, Betin must have saw it. So same thing over here, same idea here, that when you have it ex- completely exposed, the, the Brit Milah, that's good enough, and you don't need to take care of more than that. Mimai, maybe it's not a proof from here, because Rabbi Yossi said, there shall not be Shabbat lidachot, because over there, the Shabbat should not be violated if it's not needed. But over here, the, the Torah says, you should do what's needed in order to complete the mitzvah, so now we bring in another proof from another place. Who is this? It's Rabbanan. The plegal of Rabbi Yossi. When you do the lechem atamid, how was the process done? Lechem atamid in the shulchan in Beit Hamikdash, you would change it on Shabbat, and you would bring. The new uh, bread, how is it done that they would come, the Kohanim, to change the bread every Shabbat? They would leave it there to, for the entire week and change it on Shabbat. There would be on top of the Shulchan 12 pieces, 12 loaves of bread that were done in a very special way. That's why it's called Lechem Hapanim. And the way it was done is the following. First, there would be four Kohanim that would enter. Shnaim be'adam. Shnei sdarim. Shnaim be'adam. Shnei bazichim. Yes. So let's see how it's done. That's well, right now they wouldn't use it. Afterwards. They would, they would, they would have... There's always 12. There's always 12 on the Shulchan. Six and six. That's what the Torah says to, to have over there. Now, how do you actually bring it? You bring it like this. Shnaim be'adam shnei sdarim. Two people bring each one shnei sdarim, which means each one six. Ushnaim be'adam shnei bazichim. Then you have two other koanim that come in with bazichim. Bazichim are the levonah that you bring on top of the spoon. And that they, they will come to put them in. But you have somebody, you have to have somebody that removes the bread that was left there from the previous week. 
So ארבעה מקדימים לפניהם, before them, there would be another four כהנים that come before them. שניים ליטול שני סדרים. Two כהנים would remove the twelve breads. ושניים ליטול שני בזיחים. And two others take away the לבונה that was on top of it. המכניסים עומדים בצפון ופניהם לדרום, והמוציאים עומדים בדרום ופניהם לצפון. It shows you how they were standing exactly. אלו מושכים ואלו מניחים. One would take out the bread, and the other one would put it right in. טפחו של זה בצד טפחו של זה. Right, the hand, each, each hand was close to the other, which means as soon as you remove, I'm right there to put the other new ones. Why? משום שנאמר, לפני השם תמיד. The bread should always be on the table, should not be empty. It should be there תמיד, always. רבי יוסי אומר, אפילו אלו נוטלים ואלו מניחים. אף זה היה תמיד. Even if you don't do it immediately right after, you take it off. And then you come back, you put the other one. Same thing would be by us. Machloket over here. When you do the tzitzin, she'en me'akvim, does it have to do immediately while you're working on the brit milah? Or it could be afterwards also. Rabbi Yossi says, no. Elu notlim, elu menuchim. That's also considered at the same time. Even if you waited, even if you moshech yado, you're already finished and you removed yourself. Still, piresh, still you can come back because it's still considered at the same time. This is the same, uh, th- that's the idea we learned from Aviasi in the, uh, the, the dinim of Lechem Atamid. Tanu Rabbanan, mehalketin et hamila, vim lo hilket anush karet. If you have As we explained before, tzitzin ameakvim et amila, you can remove them. That's called mehalketim. How do you remove them? You cut them off with the ismel. Mehalketim et amila. Vim lo ilket, anush karet, if you leave it there, since it's tzitzim ameakvim et amila, there's a chiyuf karet on this. Vim lo ilket, anush karet, mani. Amarav kahana, who's the one that's chayav? We ask him, who's chayav? Who's chayav karet? You do it on Shabbat. If you didn't remove it, it's chayav karet. Who's chayav karet? Amov ka'ana uman. Demohel is chayav karet. Why? Because if he didn't remove the tzitzimah me'akvim et amila, so he did over here, brit milah, that's not kosher. Brit milah, that's not kosher on Shabbat. You violated Shabbat. It's called the chabura on Shabbat. You wounded a baby. You caused the blood to come out where the mitzvah wasn't done. You can only do that, says the Torah, if you're doing the mitzvah. If you didn't do the mitzvah, mitzvah was not prepared, was not done, was not completed. So you violate Shabbat. The woman could say, one minute, I don't have to do the whole mitzvah. I'll do half the mitzvah, that's also counted. And you do the rest, the rest of the mitzvah. I didn't, I didn't do something that's meaningless, that's only a violation of Shabbat. I prepared half of the mitzvah, you can do the rest of the mitzvah. And it's, it would be completing the mitzvah, just like we learned before, that if you do tzitzin, on Shabbat, even piresh, you can come back to it. So what would you say, the first person that started it violated Shabbat? No. And I'm a papa gadol. We're talking about 
we're talking about a case over here that it's not a baby that's doing the Brit Milah, but rather a Gadol, a 13 years old. And if you didn't come back to do the Brit Milah correctly, you started the Brit Milah, but you didn't do it correctly, it wasn't finished. So he's the Gadol is Chayav Karet, which means over here that, uh, that is Chayav Karet for the reason that he didn't do Brit Milah. This, this Karet for, for somebody who didn't do Brit Milah. Who dies without Brit Milah, right? So the Gadol is Chayav. We don't need a pasuk for that. Why do you need a pasuk over here that uh, comes to teach me such a thing? The Torah says openly that Arel Zachar Shaloyimol is Chayav Karet. We're talking about a case of Uman. We, we're going back to the case of the Mohel. He came in the last minute before Shabbat. In Benesh Mashot. They told him, you're not going to be able to do it. It's right there of Shabbat. Shabbat is entering. He wants to do right now. He told him, you're not going to have the time to finish it. Don't do it. You're going to go into Shabbat. I told him, no, I will be able to do it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. He did it, and he didn't finish it on Erev Shabbat, he came into Shabbat, he violated Shabbat. For that purpose, that he did, uh, he finished it on Shabbat, is Chayav Karet. Because he started it at the time that he wasn't able to start. He, wasn't, he didn't have the time. He made a mistake in the calculation. He, didn't do, he did the Brit Milah, that not supposed to be done on Shabbat, he did it on Shabbat. Next, Mochetzin. You can suck, you're you, you obligated to suck the dam out of the Brit. It's an obligation. Amar Papa Sakanau Veavrinan Le. If a Mohel says, no, I, I, I don't suck. I don't do the sucking um, of, the, of the dam. I don't do that. Health reasons, this, that, uh, Easter is, I don't like it. So you remove him. It's a sakana for the baby. It has to be done. And over here is a lot of discussion. A lot of discussion. When and how and what you do in the place that there is a real sakana. There's a lot of discussion. Can you use, uh, can you use those... Uh, well, that's, that's, that's the... But the, yeah, there's a pump like this. Can you use that? The Biwalacha brings two opinions. There's a lot of understandings over here. But the Gemara says that if you didn't do it, lo might sakanah, it's dangerous for the baby. And you remove the mohel from his job. You can't be a mohel. Pshita, says the Gemara. Of course it's sakana. You see that you can violate the Shabbat for that. It's not part of the Brit Milah. So why do you do it? has to be because it's sakana. If you don't do it, it's, to, it's sakana. It's because nefesh otherwise. There's gemarot in few places in Shas, whether the dam is like in pockets or the dam is inside the body. 
absorbed in the body. So over here, when you remove the, the dam, says the Gemara, which means it's like, uh, it's like it's stored in a pocket, in a, in, inside a vessel, inside the body. And because of that, it has to be removed. Kamashmalan, the Rav Papa comes to teach me that, no, it's Chvure Michvar. It comes out through a Chabura, which means when it's, it's absorbed in the body, and when you do a Chabura, the dam comes out. You do a wound over here, the dam comes out. And therefore, because of that, it will be permitted to remove it because of the Sakana of the Vlad. Vedumia this palanit, vechamun, just like we found that you can put the rubber band, this palanit, and the chamun, and all kinds of spices to heal it. Mais palanit vechamun, kilo avit sakanau, over there if you don't do it, it's dangerous. Afachinami, kilo avit sakanau. Chazak, ubaruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.